such a tremendous looking trophy. Hello, welcome to Platinum Social, number one PlayStation podcast in the Oceanias. My name's Dylan Bly, and today I'm going to be talking about all things Spider-Man 2, the reviews, my thoughts on the reviews, my thoughts on the day one patch, my thoughts on the puddles, and I'm going to tell you if I think IGN should have gave it an eight as someone who hasn't played the game. Nah, take that, internet. Uh, we will be talking about Spider-Man, of course, a little bit. Haven't played the game, though. Haven't had a, don't have any opinions. You have to, we're, we're, we're going to be, me and Ash, uh, we're going to be playing along with you. We're going to be playing along with you as you as you dive into it on Friday. So I'm um, excited for that, of course. But yeah, no spoiler-free Spider-Man thoughts from this podcast. Uh, good or bad thing, depending on how, how hard you're wanting to dodge spoilers, I guess, for that game. Uh, did miss last week's episode. Came back from PAX. Exhausted. As always, of course. Uh, so, and Ash has taken two weeks off, so Ash will be back next week. And to be honest, between being really tired and not having a uh, obligation to do it, or someone else being like, oh, do it, and me like crawling out of bed, I was like, no, just gonna, gonna rest, gonna rest for a week. Anyway, I'm here now. Let's do it. Let's talk about some things. So, do have a couple new stories because it has been two weeks, so we'll cover all of them. You've got the PlayStation Core, or whatever it's called, Sony Pictures Core service that was announced next, uh, last week. You've got the new PlayStation console, if you care about that at all. Some PlayStation Plus Extra Deluxe games, Spider-Man, of course. Um, and uh, a couple of bits and bobs. Let's dive into it. Firstly, Spider-Man. Let's start there. Let's start with the big, the big dog, or the big spider, whatever we're calling it. Uh, did a Quality Critics article for it over on explosionnetwork.com. Uh, Australian critics average aggregator score of a 9.5. Basically, everyone loves it. I mean, there's not, here's the thing talking about AAA massive video games like this, any sort of score thing, you know, like you, you see, you see nines and tens, you're like, yep, that's, that's probably about what I was expecting, you know, seeing IGN give it an eight, I was like, oh, that's actually a, that sounds like a more interesting review to read. Like, why Why they give it an eight? The sc- the fucking, in a world where eight's a bad score. Anyway, uh, well played. Ash, Wailing, 10 out of 10. Loved it. Um, you know, Paul James played two, A minus. Press start, Kieran, 9 out of 10. Um, David Smith, Kotaku, unscored, but still loved it. Games Hub, 5 out of 5. Leah, loved it. Um, you know, everyone across the board. General consensus on Spider-Man seems to be this. Story, fantastic. Hey, if you loved Marvel Spider-Man 1, hey, if you loved Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales, guess what? It's more of that goodness in a in a, in a sequel. Uh, combat sounds like it's been dramatically improved and shaped up. Uh, it's ticking a lot of boxes for people who had some issues with the first game. Uh, a few of the reviews did mention, though, that they... Well, it was, it was interesting. Some people said they loved the amount of side quest content that was in here and actually used a positive to say that, hey, it took me like 30-odd hours to platinum the game. I'm glad that even with two characters in the game, you know, there wasn't like, let's make this 100 hours, uh, just fill it up with side content to, to what feels ridiculous. Um, and then I saw some other people saying in their reviews, hey, I uh, didn't really like the side content. Didn't like the side missions. Felt like they were not engaging enough, you know, so... We'll see what that's, uh, see how I feel when I play it. But um, some complaints 
about technical issues I did find interesting. Uh, Insomniac are proven or have proven. I, I, I mean, they are Sony's number one studio. I don't, I don't feel like that's really up for debate these days. I know everyone, it was Naughty Dog at one point, but I just feel like like if you if you look at the amount of games that Insomniac's put out, the quality of those games, the work culture, you know, and look, there could be bad work culture there, I have heard of it, but you know, for all accounts, fantastic work culture from from what from what we hear. Um you know, you tie all these things together, the games they've been releasing, the many games they're working on and whatever. Yeah, just ten ten times over Naughty Dog, I feel like at this stage. So, you know, they're they're Sony's number one studio and uh, their games are usually technically very sound. So I was, I was surprised to hear that some people were having issues, you know, bugs, games crashing a couple of times, these sorts of things. Uh, Insomniac did tweet out uh, Tuesday morning, Wednesday morning. No, Wednesday morning. Yeah, this morning. Uh, this morning when I'm yeah, recording this. Uh, they did tweet out, hey, you know, hey, everyone, you can play the game on release. The game, like you don't need to download the patch. You can stick that stick that disc in your disc slot and get straight to it if you're if you're buying it that way but you know that they, they, they are implore imploring people if if they want the best version of the game to you know make sure they update it before they play it and so so maybe that will fix some of those issues of course if you're buying the game digitally you you'll just you'll download it and have the or just download the patch at the same time you don't it's not something you really have to worry about so uh of course very keen to dive into spider-man it's out on friday uh 1201 midnight i guess if you want to dive in at midnight in your digital worlds. I, sh- I assume that's what our own Kieran Marchant will be doing. Um, uh, so you can do that. Very, very keen. Very, very keen. Um, have a collector's edition on pre-order at EB Games. So I'm going to have that Venom statue, see how big that actually is. and um, I don't know what I'm going to do, but where I'm, gonna, I'm trying to think about it now that I'm saying it out loud. I'm like, hold on, what the fuck? Like, I did a bunch of cleaning the other day, and I was like, I sort of reorganized everything, and now I'm like, God, now fuck it. I got another one of these bloody statues coming in. I I don't buy that many collector's editions, especially not like when I was young twenties, you know, eighteen to like first job to when I was twenty five sort of age. Fucking used to buy every collector's edition under the sun. I like I, I grew out of it. You got Paul James over here at Play Two. Never did. Every collector's edition times two. Puts one in the cupboard. Puts one unboxes one. You know, crazy man. Absolute crazy man. Uh Yes, Spider-Man. Moving on. PlayStation Plus. We did talk about two weeks ago, whenever the last episode was, the October games, they're live now. Of course, uh, the Dead Space game that's not Dead Space and whatever else it was, I can't even remember at this point. Sorry. But uh, the PlayStation Extra deluxe games for the month month have also now been revealed. They launched uh, yesterday. Yes, they launched yesterday. So Gotham Knights, Disco Elysium, The Final Cut, Dark Pictures Anthology, House of Ashes, Alien Isolation, Dead Island, Definitive Edition, Outlast 2, Elite Dangerous, Far, Changing Tides, Gungrave Gore, Gungrave G-O-R-E, Elder Souls, Roki, and uh, there is a few PS1 or you know classic games, whatever we're calling them, coming to the deluxe tier, Tekken 6, Soul Calibur, Broken Destiny, Ape Escape Academy, and IQ Final. Uh, those final two PS1 games both have trophy lists as well. So shout out for that continuing. Uh, Disco Elysium, I think, is the shout out here for the month. Extra uh, game to play. I'm happy to see a few horror-based games, of course, for the month of October. Dark Pictures, Alien Mythology, uh, sorry, Alien Isolation, Dead Island, Outlast 2, 
Gungrave Gore's got gore in it, so I don't know. <laughs> Gotham Knights, I guess, <laughs> has scary characters in it. I don't know. It's not really a horror game, but, you know, could be. Maybe. Depends on how you feel about it. <laughs> depends on how you feel about the game, I guess. Uh, but yeah, my, I guess the pick there would be Disco Elysium. Or, you know, go try and play Alien Isolation, a game that I really like, but I uh, couldn't finish because it just, yep, I couldn't. It was one, it's one of those scary games, even for me. I like scary things, but fucking, you're just like, no, I don't, I'm going to move. I'm just going to hide in this. I'm going to hide in this cupboard. And that's it. I'll just turn the game off now. I'm done. I don't want to go anymore. Alien's going to kill me. Talk about trophies, though. PlayStation trophies could be coming to games on PC. So I found this interesting, of course. Trophy news. Uh, the only downside to this is... So it comes via True Trophies, who said that their own uh, trophy scanners, however they work, picked up... Uh, you know, they, they ping off the servers and whatever and pick up trophy data, and that's how all of these sites get trophy lists and whatever else you know psn profiles is the same and that's one we talk about quite often uh but they picked up a title listed as pspc pspc um it listed as an additional platform um the game was just listed as titled and titled trophy set so they're saying it's probably a uh it's probably just a filler it's probably just a, a fake game to test it on there and however uh they did say in their article and then i reiterated in my own post on explosion.com that the trophy set probably would just be sharing data with the console list. So it's no double dipping platinums, unfortunately, which would be the downside. That, that's not to say that they couldn't change in the future as it's, it's just a test, but based on what we've got going here, it does sound like it's just, hey, you could maybe be playing um, Horizon's coming out soon, right? So, or start next year, whenever it is. You could be playing Horizon, Forbidden West, Complete Edition, what have you, PS5, you want to pick it up on the PC release, maybe there's a way to share your save file in the cloud or something. and Or maybe there's not. Maybe it just will share the trophy list. And any trophies I've already earned won't pop. And the ones that you haven't earned, if you, if you get further in the PC release, will pop. Uh, I think if they did separate trophy lists, that would be somewhat exciting for someone like me, you know, because then I'd be able to, you know, I could, I could replay horizon if I dare, if I want to and get the platinum again, I could, my, maybe my, my, that time I replayed death stranding on PC, maybe I could t have two platinums for that version of the game, you know? So, um, sharing trophy lists, cool as a feature, something I'm going to particularly be excited about. Not really to be honest. All right, so big news from last week um, that I did sort of last about. Like, I was like, I'm not going to record. I'm exhausted. I've had a big week. Right, I'm going to sit it out. And then it's funny because even if I did record, it just would have annoyed me because the following morning that Sony would have dropped this news. And not to say I particularly care too much about this new PlayStation news. It still would have annoyed me. But anyway, over the PlayStation blog, Sid Schumann writes up a post. New look for PS5 console this holiday season. He writes, as the holiday season approaches, we're excited to share that we have a new PS5 model launching. To address the evolving needs of players, our engineering and design teams collaborated on a new form factor that provides greater choice and flexibility. The same technology features that PS5 that make PS5 the best 
place to play, a packed, packed into a smaller form factor along with an attachable Ultra HD Blu-ray drive and a one terabyte SSD for internal storage. The new PS5 has been reduced in volume by more than 30% and weight by 18% and 24% compared to the previous models. There are four separate cover panels with the top portion in a glossy look while the bottom remains in a matte. If you purchase the PS5 Digital Edition, you can add the Ultra HD Blu-ray disc drive for PS5 later, as it will also be sold separately for $79.99 USD. Um, the only other thing of note uh, throughout this whole announcement that really confused people, and I'm still slightly confused, I guess, but I, I you know, tell me if I'm wrong, but they announced this, a horizontal stand will be included with the new PS5 model. Also, a new vertical stand compatible with old PS5 models will be sold separately at $29.99 USD. So, from my understanding, people are like, oh, I saw uh, eruption on the internet, on X, on Twitter, whatever we're calling it, that morning of people being like, man, they've taken the, the stand out. You won't be able to stand it vertically. I'm pretty sure you'll still just get the stand that's that's been coming with it. It's just this one's a better one and it looks cooler. Like, my... PlayStation 5 is vertical. It has been since launch. Um, and it's the, the, the stand and the way it clips in, it's very, like, dicky. Uh, you know, like, sometimes I've even gone to reach around and adjust, like, a put in, like, a USB into the back or a hard drive or something, and I've slightly bumped it off-center with the stand that comes with it because you got to line up the, the little curbs to correctly bolt into the back of that, that console. And it just go like easily just knocks off and you like, no, it's not like the console is going to fall over super easy. It's just, you're like, Oh, hey, you grab it and you readjust it. Whatever. This one, it's like a, a full circular plate where it just locks onto the bottom of the PlayStation, you know? So it looks cooler. It looks sturdier. Will I buy it? I don't think that's necessary, but I, you know, as long as the, 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 the cheap basic one's still in there, I don't feel like it's a, it's an issue. Now, will this, uh, will this move market? Um, I don't think so because it's, they, they, the price has actually gone up of the digital unit. So they put the price up of the digital unit by 50 bucks. In Australia, at least. They did that like a week or a month ago, whatever it is. Um, you're now going to have several different PlayStations flying around. So it, you're going to into, walk into a store here for a brief period over Christmas, I guess, where you're going to have the original PlayStation 5 with the disc. You're going to have the original PS5 digital edition. You're then, I guess, going to have the new digital edition, which is slimmer and weighs less. It costs more. And you're going to have the new PS5 with the Blu-ray disc drive that still somewhat weighs less. Like, there's just... It's just at the stage. And I, I don't feel like, at least in Australia, that the digital thing... And I understand that the digital console is done a lot better outside of Australia and other countries. Like, I know it does a lot well, a lot better. And, like, these digital consoles do really much better in like American stuff, but I just still refuse until I've got hard evidence in front of me to believe that in a lot of countries, including Australia, that the majority of people aren't still wanting disc drives and the idea that they would 
buy a console to then have to always remember to plug in the disk drive if they want to play mostly disk-based games. And the reason that most people in Australia buy disk-based games is a monetary issue. It's because they can retrade those games back into EB games or sell them off and funnel that money back into their future purchases, you know, until the, until the digital market is cheap enough or has enough more wiggle room that people are willing to make that big switch. I just don't think in a world where EB games is still taking trade-ins and JB hi-fi is still taking trade-ins and, and what have you that, that people would want to do this and just, that you're not saving enough money <laughs> buying the digital version to then go buy the ultra HD Blu-ray disc drive just to accidentally fucking crush it when you put it in a drawer somewhere. Like I just, I don't, I'm voting no on this one. And of course I support physical media. <laughs> so I, uh, you know, me and Christopher Nolan over here. Love that for us. Moving into the PlayStation production side of the show, as we move towards wrapping up this week, two stories, both not to do with PlayStation productions. However, they're movie TV related sort of things. So stuck them at the back end. So firstly, last week, well, actually, no, during PAX, sad day, I think, Sony announced that uh, Sony Pictures Core is a thing. So Sony Pictures Core is basically what was once known as the Bravia Core app. It is now returning to Sony consoles as Sony Pictures Core. This new app is available now on PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 devices. It is still available as the Bravia version or what have you on your Bravia TVs or your Sony phones. They're all going to be updated to this new Sony Pictures Core version over the next uh, few months and stuff. So sign up is free. It is a service that lets you rent movies. The movies that you can rent on here are not really any different to what you could find on your Google Play Store or your iTunes Apple Store um, price-wise, uh, especially. Like, obviously, there's a lot less movies on here because it's it has to be, like, Sony picture releases. It's not got every movie that you could normally rent. There's Sony picture releases and Sony subsidiary movie and TV company releases. Uh, so you've got so big things on here at the moment. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, even though that's coming to Netflix soon, apparently. Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, Uncharted movie, of course. The Equalizer. No Hard Feelings. Bullet Train. Ghostbusters Afterlife. Now, some of these bigger titles, like Gran Turismo based on a true story, or as I'm just going to refer to it now, it's the Gran Turismo movie. Uh, these, that, uh, Spider-Man, uh, No Hard Feelings. These are all still what we call, I guess, premium VODs. They cost twenty nine ninety nine or, or twenty nine ninety five to 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 rent or you know like thirty and then thirty five bucks to buy. Um, I I honestly don't know in what world you would pay the exact same amount of money to purchase one of these movies on this app instead of your either Google or Apple Store, which are probably going to be around a lot longer or at least be a lot more reliable than uh, purchasing it through this. Now, if these movies were at a significant discount to buy or at least a significant discount to rent, especially if you're a PlayStation Plus member, then I think 
there would be, you know, significant reason to maybe rent Gran Turismo through this service instead of iTunes or Google if, you, if you'd like to rent that movie or rent Spider-Man or what have you. One of these movies that aren't, um, that are on these premium VODs, you know, expensive rentals until the, until they're, uh, they're, they're, I don't know what the time frame was, and they have a couple months until they're free to be rented for six bucks or whatever the normal price is. Now, the thing, the only, the only thing they're doing here that could sway you when it comes to Gran Turismo is if you rent or buy Gran Turismo at the moment, uh, you get, uh, I think it's like 7,000 credits in game, Gran Turismo 7. So it's like maybe you're a Gran Turismo super fan. You were going to buy it on iTunes, but you're going to buy it here now because you get a bunch of credits and you play the game. Yeah, maybe that's a reason. And if they do stuff like that in the future, I'm down for that. Like at least experiment with that and see how that goes and see how that plays across different audiences. But it's definitely not going to sway me like 7,000 credits in, in Gran Turismo. No, thank you, sir. I see to that. Um, there is, however, a selection of movies that you can stream for free if you have an active PlayStation Plus Deluxe uh, deluxe or what's the other version of it called? The, whatever the high, the highest here in whatever part of the world you're in. So, deluxe subscription here in Australia. If you're on the highest here, then you have a selection of movies. It's an odd mix of movies. Like, I wonder how fast I can read through this. Sixteen blocks, two two Nar Mooney, twenty one Amazing Spider Man, Amazing Spider Man two, Anaconda, Anacondas, and Anger Management, Angry Birds movie, Angry Birds movie two. Are we there yet? Baby Driver, Bad Boys two, Bad Boys, Bad Santa, Bad Teacher, Big Daddy, Black Hawk Down, Blade Runner twenty forty nine, The Book of Eli, Bright Burn, Charlie's Angels twenty nineteen, Click Click Close Close Nets, There Can't Dark Hunt. Dark Tower, Death of the Funeral 2010 version, Remake Elysium, Final Fantasy 7, Advent Children, Final Fantasy The Spirits Within, Gattaca, Ghost Rider, Ghostbusters, Godzilla, Gothica, The Green Hornet, Gridiron Gang, Grown Ups, Grown Ups 2, Hancock, Hook, Hotel, Transylvania, House of the Dead 2, Dead Aim, Identity, Insidious Chapter 2, Jumanji, The Karate Kid, The Karate Kid Remake 2010, Kingsglaive, Final Fantasy 15, A Knight's Tale, Legion, Life, Matilda, Men in Black, Men in Black 2, Men in Black 3, Mind Rat, Monster Halls, My Girl, Open Season, Panic Room, Pole Blart, More Cop, Pineapple Express, Pixels, The Pursuit of Happiness, Rainbow, Resident Evil, Resident Evil, Afterlife, Apocalypse, Resident Evil Damnation, Resident Evil Extinction, Resident Evil Retribution, Resident Evil The Final Chapter, Resident Evil Vendetta, some of those animated, some of them not. Salt, the Smurfs, Smurfs 2, The Smurfs, The Lost Village, Snatch, Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man 3, Spider-Man Homecoming, Step Brothers, Step Fighter, Superbad, Steps Up, Terminator 3, Rises of the Machines, Terminator Salvation, This is the End, Total Recall, The Tourist Underworld, Underworld Awakening, Underworld of Illusion, Underworld USA, Underworld Blood Wars, Underworld Rise of Lycans, one of those wasn't actually an Underworld movie, but it's called Underworld anyway. Triple X, The Vin Diesel Movie, Not Porn, Triple X, State of Union. There's a mix. There's a wild mix of shit there. Like, I was like, cool, I don't know, like, I, I appreciate the fact that they're at least 4K, and they support like Dolby Atmos and all this stuff. Like I, ch I chucked on and flicked around uh, uh, Blade Runner 2049. It looked and sounded good. I saw that the majority of these, if they do have a 4K release out there, that the least that matched up on the streaming service version here. So it's got that going for it. In a world where I'm like, I'm like binge is only just getting 4K, you know, like take what I can get. But there's just some odd stuff. <laughs> there's an odd mix. Like, what is it? There's like, uh, there's like one Insidious movie or whatever it is, whatever one of those that stood out from the list. It's like, a, there's some odd stuff that just is shit movies. It's like just in here for no reason. Like the, the fucking Dark Tower and Death at a Funeral remake, which, I, you know, maybe my opinion, but shit movies. And, uh, you know, it's like the complete, <laughs> you got like half the Spider-Man movies, but not all of them because some of them on Disney now. I don't know. It's just very odd. Anyway, that's a new app. We'll see how that goes going forward. And I'm keen to keep my eye and see what Sony do with the tie-ins with the releases 
as other stuff goes forward. It's like, okay, well, why isn't Last of Us on there yet? You know, I know it's a HBO thing, but like, it's really odd that it's not at least on your own streaming. It's just that's that's where we're going to get into the weeds. Like, you want to build a you want to build a streaming library, and it doesn't have all your own stuff on there. Like, at least your properties. That's where it gets hard when you're like le- leading them out to other streaming platforms and stuff. I guess you know, like Twisted Metal's on Paramount, so it's never going to be on there. But it's odd because you'd like to just have all the PlayStation property movies and TV shows under one app. But it's not going to be. So, anyway. Uh, Final story. Silent Hill Ascension's premiere trailer has dropped and it's coming to PlayStation's new streaming app. Writes Kieran over at Press Start. Uh, So he says, Genvid Entertainment has finally dropped the premiere trailer trailer for its upcoming interactive series, Silent Hill Ascension's ahead of its world premiere on Wednesday, November 1st at 12 p.m. AEDT for iOS and Android devices as well as desktop browsers. The trailer gives us a look at the Hernandez family who reside in a rust belt town in Pennsylvania and the Johansson family who live in a dying fishing village in Norway with each facing a cult induced horror that will eventually connect them. Uh, watch the trailer. It's very weird. It doesn't give away much. Uh, Silent Hill weird freaky vibes. Is, I don't know. You know, some weird shit happening. I still don't fully understand what this game is. Uh, and I say game in quotation marks because it's an interactive experience. But anyway, uh, so Genvid series creator Stefan Stefan Bagai said, we're excited to introduce the Johansson and Hernandez families into the Silent Hill universe uh, as they delve deeper into their own horrors and their towns are simultaneously consumed by mass hysteria. These two families will uncover strange connections between them despite being a world apart. Uh, and then CEO Jacob Novak Navok said, there's never been an experience like Silent Hill Ascension before. It's not a game, but an interactive streaming series that will change as the audience make decisions together. While I'm executive producing title, I don't know how it will end. That is in your hands. And the content you make will be streamed worldwide on television and phones. For our relationships with Sony Pictures, Google, Apple, and others, participating in Silent Hill Ascension each day means you'll be part of history that will never come again. So I, I don't understand how this works. I'm very confused, but the the pitch, at least as far as I understand it, even as, even though it sounds super outlandish, is that if you're watching this um, and, and, and choosing to take part in this at 12 p.m. on November 1st, you are going to help shape the episode with other people, shape the story, shape the narrative with other people live around the world. And you're going to make choices. And I guess whoever, like, I assume it's just a voting thing. Like all these things are, it's like, oh, the character does this or whatever, like key sort of things. And maybe it is as simple as it's like just key things and they've like animated all these scenes. But it's like, even that's crazy to me because it just means there's a bunch of animation gone into stuff that will never be seen because there's, it's not like it's a, it's not like it's something that's ever replayed. It's just like one. Anyway, that's the part that's, that's weird to me um, because the, the team of PlayStation is, uh, that along with the new trailers also announced that the series will be coming to Sony Pictures Core app. Um, Sony Pictures Entertainment Senior V. Uh, so there'll be non-interactive weekly catch-up episodes coming to service. And uh, Sony Pictures Senior VP Pete Wood said, quote, we're exploring all new territory with Silent Hill Ascension. For his unique adventure with Genvid, we're excited to offer viewers on Sony devices a weekly catch-up on the action of Silent Hill Ascension with full episode Z- of compiled scenes from this innovation interactive series. So then I'm confused. I'm like, what is, is it a catch up? Like it's a, it's a quick 10 minute, five minute, two minute. This is what happened last week. Or is it the entire episode, quote unquote episode, but without the choice moments from people who 
who, the choice moments that people who tune in or take part at 12 p.m. participate in. I don't know. I have a lot of questions. I, I, I think it's cool. I'm down. I'm, I'm highly intrigued. It definitely sounds different. But, yeah, I still have a lot of questions, and it's, what, a couple weeks away. So, eh, that is Silent Hill Ascension. All right. I'll do it for this week's episode of Platinum Explosion. Thank you for joining me on this solo episode. I hope you enjoyed it. They didn't come around often. Uh, as I'm doing this episode, I was thinking, how good would that new uh, how new that new Elgato teleprompter be for this? Because especially when you're doing these episodes by yourself, I'm like, fuck, that would be handy. Anyway, next year maybe. I'm fucking $500 for a teleprompter or something. <laughs> uh, stay tuned, of course. Let us know if you're... Well, let me know even. Fuck it, it's just me. Let me know if you're excited for Spider-Man. I'm, actually, no. I know the answer. You're, you're excited for Spider-Man. It, everyone's excited for Spider-Man. Anyway, tell me how, how you feel about Spider-Man when you're playing it on Friday. Uh, we'll, of course, be talking about it next week when we record. I uh, assume it'll be on impressions and then maybe a week or week two later. Uh, we'll have a, a spoiler episode up... Um, Somewhere on ExplosionNetwork.com, of course. Uh, me, Ash, Kieran, probably. I don't know. We shall see. Uh, follow us on X, ExplosionNetwork.com slash Twitter. Still takes you there for some reason. And ExplosionNetwork.com slash Discord takes you to our Discord. If you like this episode or you liked ExplosionNetwork.com content, head on over to our Kofi page at ExplosionNetwork.com slash support and buy us coffee for as little as a dollar. And until next week, remember, every trophy counts. <laughs>